Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Laura Farley. I'm Santiago Montalvo. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hi, Santiago. Hi, Laura. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Today's going to be a fun topic. Today, we're going to combine two topics you've heard us cover before, buyer love letters and cases from other states. This is actually an update to our March 2022 episode. And while you can pause us now, take a listen. We won't be upset. It's not necessary. As any super fan who has listened to all of our episodes would know, what a court in another state says doesn't really matter when it comes to what a Virginia court would say. However, when there's a new or novel issue, judges will frequently look at what other courts have done. This ensures that issues are generally treated similarly when appropriate, but also allows judges to allocate scarce resources. And with that introduction, we're going to talk about this topic again. As Santiago said, we have our March episode. We also have two other episodes on buyer love letters, and those are from February 19th and September 1st. In September of last year, Oregon passed a law that required listing agents to reject any communications from buyers that weren't customary documents. The goal of that law was to avoid sellers picking a contract based on something that was in a buyer love letter that would violate fair housing. Just two months later in November, a real estate firm filed a lawsuit against the Oregon Real Estate Commissioner and the Attorney General, claiming that this new ban unconstitutionally restricted First Amendment free speech rights. As we discussed in our March episode, there was an initial court ruling that stopped the law from going into effect while the case was pending. On May 6, the party submitted an agreement that they had reached to the judge. The judge accepted the agreement and declared that the law was a violation of the First Amendment. Part of the agreement stated that the Oregon Real Estate Agency would not enforce the love letter ban. So what does this mean for you? Well, if you live in Oregon, first, thank you for joining us on our Virginia-based podcast. And second, you are not prohibited from giving sellers buyer love letters. If you work in Virginia, which we assume most of our listeners do, this is one more indication that buyer love letters are probably here to stay, at least while we're in a seller's market. Now, just because something isn't prohibited by law doesn't mean it's a good idea. It's not illegal to say maybe you only bathe once a year. And, you know, in fact, that used to be a standard practice, but it is probably not a great idea in today's society. And you probably should bathe more than once a year. So while it is not illegal for buyers to write, sellers to accept, and agents to include buyer love letters with offers, it may not always be a good idea. As we've said many times, as listing agents, you need to have a frank conversation with your client about the potential risk of accepting and reviewing buyer love letters. Buyers will almost certainly reveal information that will indicate their membership, or lack thereof, in a protected class. And if the buyer doesn't get the property, they may allege that it's because the seller discriminated against them. And while they may prevail if a complaint is filed against them, it's still a hassle that can be avoided. Part of that conversation should include, ultimately, whether the seller wants to receive any buyer love letters or not. Once you know that information, you should get it in writing and then communicate that information to any agents that you know will be submitting offers. And if the agent sends a love letter with the offer, 
you need to let them know that the seller has instructed you to remove those from the offers and that you will be doing so. Similarly, as a buyer, you have no idea what may be more or less appealing to a particular seller. So, for example, if I got a buyer love letter that failed to use the Oxford comma, I don't really care how good your offer is. Really? The Oxford comma? That's the hill you die on? Absolutely. Okay, then. But in all seriousness, without knowing what is more or less likely to matter to a particular seller, buyers could actually do more harm to their offer with a buyer love letter than without one. If you have a buyer that insists on writing a love letter, encourage them to focus on what it is about the property that they love so much. Be that, quote, we love entertaining outdoors and the patio is a dream come true for us, or, quote, we can't even boil a pot of water, so we're thrilled with how many restaurants are so close. All right, Santiago, let's take it to the legal hotline. First question for you, if an offer comes with a buyer love letter, do I have to give it to the seller? Yes unless you have something in writing specifically telling you not to, and you should communicate that to the other side. Now, Laura, do buyer love letters violate fair housing? Buyer love letters do not inherently violate the law, but they could lead to somebody inadvertently or intentionally making decisions based on information or assumptions that would violate fair housing. Now let's talk about how to limit your risk. Listing agents. Talk to your clients about the risks and benefits of accepting buyer love letters. And buyer agents, make sure to prepare your client that a seller may not accept a buyer love letter or that one might even negatively impact them for unknown reasons. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the law and ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as the substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2022. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.